that's wonderful name, Jesus, that's wonderful name, Jesus, that's wonderful name, Jesus, there is no
message is the spirit of adoption. The spirit of adoption. And I'm reading from the book of Galatians chapter 4, from verse 4 through to 7. Verses 4 through 7. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Number six, and because ye are sons, God hath sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore, thou art no more his servant, but his son, and if his son, then and hear of God through Christ. Uh, I will still read from Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. I'm reading 26 through 27, 29. Praise God. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. 28. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male or female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. 29. And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Amen. What is adoption? Adoption is the voluntary acceptance of a child of other parents to be the same as one's own child. Reception or admission to a more intimate relationship into the family of God. Talking about the spirit of adoption. The spirit that God sends into the heart of all those that believe in him. Particularly those that believe in Jesus. Who receive Jesus as Lord. Who allows the spirit of the Lord to rule in their hearts. So adoption, like I declare, is a voluntary acceptance of a child of other parents to be the same as your own, one's own child, receiving somebody into an intimate relationship, particularly in the issue of the family of God. Amen. Let me come by the issue of Adam. Adam brought forth his children in his own fallen image. Though Adam had been created in the image of the living God, in a glorious image, but because he despised the counsel of God, he yielded to the counsel of the devil. So he fell and lost the glory. In Genesis chapter 4 verse 1, the Bible declares that Adam met his wife, had an affair with the wife, the first experience, and indeed, his wife conceived and brought forth a son in his own image. Remember, Adam had fallen at that point in time. He was no longer in a relationship with God. God had cast him out of his presence. So the first son he brought forth was his, in, in his own image. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare came and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Imagine the kind of a man he brought forth. The first son of Adam was a terrible boy. He was an evil-minded individual. He was the first person to commit murder. 
He killed his brother, Abel. You remember the story. If you don't, go and read from the book of Genesis chapter 4. Hallelujah. Because his father had fallen, and therefore the children that were born by him were in the fallen state. In the book of uh, Psalm chapter 51, Psalm chapter 51, verse 5, the Bible declares, let me read from Isaiah, I mean Psalm 51, verse um, 5, 51-5. Behold, I was shaped in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. That's serious. That's applicable to every man born of a woman. Anyone born through the intercourse of a man and a woman is a sinner. It's only Jesus that was born out of incarnation. The word of God became man so that man could be delivered from the power of darkness. The son of God became the son of man so that the sons of men might become the sons of God. Glory to his name. So if you consider what the Bible is saying here, in the book of Romans, that are... Okay, before we go to Romans chapter 5, verse 12, look at verse 12 of uh, Psalm 51. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy right spirit. Then will I these transgressors, thy ways and sinners, shall be converted unto thee. He now said in verse 14, Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. Everybody is born under sin, born into sin, made of sin, and therefore there is blood guiltiness over everyone. And we need to cry unto God, we need to come to God, so that we can become God's children, adopted children. God is willing to bring us back to himself so that we can inherit eternal life. In Romans chapter 5, verse 12, Romans 5, verse 12, hear what the word of God says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Anybody born of a woman, through the relationship of a man and a woman is definitely born into sin, born of sin, formed in sin. Praise God. But God showed his love to man. In John chapter 3 verse 16, the Bible declares, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to the world that whosoever will believe in him will not perish or have everlasting life. Do you believe him? Do you receive him? If you have not, that's the only way out. God wants you to be saved. He wants you to be his child. And that cannot happen unless you receive Jesus. In Romans chapter 5 verse 8, But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ did not die for his own sin because he had no sin, but he was a sin. You know, it was made sin for us so that we might be made the righteousness of God. He died. He suffered in your stead. So receive him. 
He had paid the price for your salvation. So come to him. If you refuse him, disaster is coming. But I pray you will receive him. Because the purpose of God was that through him, the whole world might be reconciled back to him. He died to reconcile us with the Father. Hallelujah. He died to reconcile us to the Father. And therefore, we need to know and yield to that love, giving ourselves over to him. Because he proposed to save you. He proposed to redeem you by his own blood. He died in your stead. In John chapter 3, verse 36, He that believeth on the Son has everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. Which side do you want to be? Do you want to believe the Son of God and receive everlasting life, or refuse him and be turned into the wrath of God? Because the wrath of God abideth on the sinner. God has preserved the wicked for destruction. You'll be wicked to yourself by not receiving Jesus. Receive him today. Give your life to him. Yield your entire life to him. He will save you. You'll be redeemed with his precious blood. Your name will be included in the name of those of us that have received him. Because I'm conscious of the fact that I'm saved. I have a witness in my heart that the Lord has saved me. My name is written in the book of life and I'm Pursuing it unto the hand. I will endure to the hand, and I encourage my listeners as well to believe, be persuaded that Jesus is the Savior. Receive him into your heart. Repent from all unrighteousness. Yield to him because the essence of his birth is that he might come to show us the way to the Father, to die for our sins, to reconcile us with the Father, and rising again from the dead, he reconciles us with the Father through his death and through his resurrection. He gave us life that we might be born of God. Glory to his name. The third thing I'm talking about here is at the fullness of that, because man is born in sin. We were all made of sin. Consider it how Adam came to bring forth his own first son. And every other, you know, it has been generation upon generation, generation of sinners, generation of vipers, wicked people. People that are full of trouble, people that are full of deceit, destroying lives, killing, maiming, because they want to get to certain position, they want to get something good for themselves, they want to live in pleasure. And as long as anyone is doing that, destruction is awaiting. I pray you will escape this disaster in the name of Jesus. So at the fullness of time, God sent his son into the world. I just read from you, for you from the book of Galatians chapter 4. Look at verse 4. I hope you are going with me. Galatians chapter 4, verse number 4. But when the fullness of the time was come, in the presence of God, in his own making, in his own volition, what he had desired and determined to do, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, under, made under the law. Because people were under the curse of the law. But the Lord delights in saving people from his own curse, the curse that it was placed upon men. He said, the soul that sinned, it shall die. It shall die. Double death. If you are not of God, you will die. And when you die, you will die again because you will be poured into the lake of fire. 
But if you repent and receive Jesus, the Son of God, as the Lord, then something good will be added to you. The Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of adoption will come into your heart. It outside in verse 5, yes. To redeem them, to redeem you, you, my listener, that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. God wants to adopt you. He voluntarily wants, wants to accept you as part of his beloved, to make you one of his children. Glory to his name. So in essence, if you will turn to the Lord and yield to him, definitely your light will shine, your glory will blossom, you will become another person because you will have been redeemed. The precious blood of redemption will wash away your sin, will deliver you from, you know, from all that can take you to hell. I pray you will understand and yield yourself to God. According to the book of Colossians, Colossians chapter 1, Colossians chapter 1. I read from verse 12 through 14. He said, Giving thanks unto the Father, the Father of glory, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. God wants you to be a partaker. A partaker. Partaker in the fullness of the, the, the inheritance of saints in light so that you can become a saint, you can become a child of God that is washed, blood washed. In verse 13, said, Who has delivered us from the power of darkness? When you come to Jesus, you come in contact with Him and you yield to Him, you will be delivered from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son. God loved His Son and He has handed over everything to Him. Glory to God. So if you appear before him and you yield yourself to him, you will be delivered. I pray and I declare that you will be delivered from the power of darkness that is tormenting you, that is forcing you to commit sin, to live adulterously, to live in aqua, to live in, in juju, going with all manners of secret societies in the name of seeking for strength, for covering, you don't want to die, you belong to different societies. You will die. They will be the one that will terminate your life. When they are tired of you, they cut you off. But when you come to the Lord, you will be given the privilege and the grace that you will be translated, listen carefully, translated into the kingdom of his dear son, that you become another member. You become a member of the household of faith. The household of God, you become a bona fide child of God, in whom we have redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Don't tell me all these sins can God forgive? He will, if you turn to Him in repentance and you forsake your sins. You turn to Jesus; He will save you. He will blot out your sins. He will cleanse you. He will make you another individual. And I pray you will not miss this opportunity. So, God is willing to make you his own. Now, can I ask you a question? Who can be adopted as sons of God? Who are those that can be adopted as sons of God? It's not as if God does not have a son. But he wants to have as many as possible. So, Jesus suffered to bring many sons into glory. Praise the Lord. And uh, if you look at the book of John chapter 1. John chapter 1. In verse 10. He was in the world. Jesus, we are talking about. He was in the world, and the world was made by him. The world knew him not. 
he came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many, but as many, but as many, as received him to them, gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. You need to believe on his name. Believe in him as a personality. Believe on his name, because there is no other name under heaven by which man can be saved. Acts chapter 4 verse 12 has recorded that. So, if you turn to God, if you turn to God through Jesus, then you will be given power, power to become the sons of God. You are adopted, you are co-opted into the house of God. You become a member of his family. Wonderful, that's serious. He said, those which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Because he that is born of flesh is flesh. Until you are born by the Spirit of God, until you are born again, you need to give your life to Jesus. Let him transform you. Let him cut off that evil spirit, this, this spirit of sin, out of you and plant in you the spirit of his dear son, so that you can be called the son of God. You are qualified to be if you can turn to God. You are part of those that are prepared, you know, if you listen to this message and yield to God, you know, God can adopt you. He's willing to bring you unto him. God is not willing that anyone will, you know, be condemned. He wants everybody. Because you are the work of the hands of God, and God indeed wants you to be in his kingdom. Praise the Lord. In the book of James, chapter 1, there's something unique. Each time I read this passage, it trickles me. I'm so happy. I, I, I feel blessed. James, chapter 1. Verse number 18. Glory to the Almighty. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Bible declares here, Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures, that become number one among many. Oh, wonderful. What a word. Hallelujah. Of his own will, of his own interest, of his own love, he gave back to us, if we believe the word of truth, the word I'm speaking to you, and the word that ministers that are sent by God, men of God, women of God that are sent to you, the word of truth. If you believe, then you become a kind of first fruits of his creatures. You are elevated, you are raised higher, worthy, worthy, worthy is the land. So this is the work that Jesus came to do. He came to prepare a way for us so that we can be adopted as sons of God. So he sent his spirit into us. If you look at the book of Romans chapter 5, Romans chapter 5, chapter 5, verse 5. I love that scripture so much. Hallelujah. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. We are given the Spirit of the Son, the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost. The love of God is shed in our heart. Because it's not possible for, an, for a natural man to love God. It's not possible. A natural man cannot love God. It's not possible for him. Because there's nothing in him that will make him to love God. But when the Spirit of the Lord is deposited in your heart, there is a portion of love that is releasing to you. Glory to God. So it is important for you to open up so that you can receive 
a portion of the Spirit of God so that you can love God with your own heart. If you don't love God, you can't be with Him. Like, you know, anybody that does not love you, that you know He hates you, you will not give an opportunity to get close to you when you identify that this one is, you know, is full of envy or trouble for you. You will not be willing to get close. Praise the Lord. So God has prepared you for a purpose and he wants you to be a partaker of the life of God through his spirit, the spirit of Christ. Now, if you look at Galatians chapter 3, there's something there I want you to take note of. Galatians chapter 3, verse 26. Galatians 3, verse 26. For ye for you are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. When your love for God comes, that you have faith in Christ, that you can have, you receive Jesus as the Lord, you have faith in Him, then you become God's children. Because that's the only way by, by which you can become God's children. Or else you continue to remain a slave. You serve in servitude. I pray that your faith in Christ will grow. So when you do that, when you yield to him, 27 says, For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have been put to Christ. Put on Christ. Have put on Christ. If you are not baptized, you need to be baptized in water. Be baptized. Be baptized. Yield yourself. And I believe God is going to put a new being in you. Said so there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. God wants you to be one. He wants you and I to be one in Christ. We can be established in Christ if we so wish. In verse 29, And if ye be Christ, if you belong to Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. There are a lot of blessings loaded in becoming Abraham's son. The seed of Abraham. Praise the Lord. Because, you know, if you look at Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, say, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Jesus was cursed for us. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. That's the spirit of adoption. Praise the Lord. And in verse 6 says, Now Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He said, and, uh, he said not unto seeds as of men, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. So if you belong to Christ, you'll be a partaker, a partaker of the spirit of our adoption. Praise the Lord. So faith in Christ, Jesus, make us God's children. So when you believe in Jesus and you give your life to him, then you are detailed to be a child of the living God. Now, at this point in time, if you look at Galatians chapter 4 again, you go back to Galatians chapter 4, and I will read verse number 6. It says, And because ye are sons, because you have given yourself to Jesus, you have believed in him, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart, crying, Abba, Father. You can call upon the name of the Lord. You can seek his face. You can receive from him. The life of God. So it is important for you to believe Jesus, to receive Jesus, so that the spirit of his son 
the spirit of adoption could be sent into your heart. Thereby you can cry, Abba, Father. You can call upon the name of the Lord. You can say, Abba, Father. You can trust in him. You pray to him and he will answer you. Glory to his name. I'm happy for you because you are turning your heart. I believe the word of God is touching you. The spirit of the Lord is you know, making, reforming your heart, transforming you to become a bona fide child of God. It's better so that you will not be under the fear of the enemy any longer. I pray that God will help you and strengthen you in the name of Jesus. So if you want to enjoy the goodness of God, it has to be that you are loaded. I told you from Romans 5, 5 the other time that the blood of God, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts through His Spirit. It's only the Spirit of God that can help you to fulfill the counsel of God. Hallelujah. Anybody living in the flesh who is not transformed, who is not blessed with the Spirit of Christ cannot live to fulfill God's counsel. Hallelujah. In the book of Romans, if you consider Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8, I read from verse um, 5 through verse no, possibly up to verse 9. He said, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. That's when they are born of the spirit. Anybody that is born again, born of the spirit, can do the will of God. For to be carnally minded is death, death, death. All these evil thoughts, evil desires that you always want to fulfill the loss of your flesh, it will bring death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace because the carnal mind is enmity against God for it is not subject to the law of God. It's not possible for ordinary man, the natural man, to obey the law of God but the spirit of God by his grace can help you to fulfill all the law. Neither indeed can be. As long as you are living a carnal, you are, you are carnally minded. You are an enemy of God and you cannot be subject to his law. Praise the Lord. Unless you have a clean cut, a circumcision of your heart. So then, verse 8, so then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. If you are not born again, you can't please God. You'll be doing your own will. You'll be loaded with your own desire and you will fulfill it without minding what, whether God is hot or not. He now said in verse 9 here, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. So the spirit of adoption must dwell in you. It is by him that you can live right before God. He said, now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Hallelujah. So it is important for you to allow the spirit of Christ to be in you, to abide in you, to yield. You yield to him. And I said in verse uh, 10, and if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is alive because of righteousness. Praise God. He said, but if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwelleth in you. I'm happy for you because you are turning yourself to God. So if you look at Romans chapter 8, we are still reading there. If you read from um, verse 14, say, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. As long as you are living carnally, there is the fear of the repercussion of what you have done. 
But for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption. We are I, we cry, Abba Father. God belongs to you, you belong to him. So you have access to him. I pray you will not lose it. The spirit himself bearing witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Glory to God. What a word. And if children, then he has ears of God and joint ears with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. Jesus is already glorified. You and I will be glorified too. If we follow him, abide with him, do exactly what he wants us to do, then definitely, you know, you will be a partaker with Christ, partaker of Christ. Praise the Lord. So as you are made, you are made to be hearers of God. Romans verse, uh, chapter 8, verse 17 says, And if children, then hears, hears with, of God, and joint hears. So we become joint hears with Christ. What Christ has belongs to you. Glory is his, you will enjoy his glory too. Power belongs to him, you will enjoy his power. He, he, he is the one that saves. Through you, people can be saved. He heals people. Through you, people can be healed. A lot of good things that Jesus was able to do when he was here in the flesh. He even told us that if you believe, he so believe in him, you have faith in his name, you can do better than what he has done. You will do greater works. Greater works. Ah, this is serious. It's a wonderful word. And I want you to abide in that so that you can be a partaker of this glorious blessings that is loaded for all those that are of God. And I pray that God will continue to give you the grace to continue in Him so that you might enjoy that which is of God. As I bring my message to a close, I want you to see what this Romans chapter 8, I still want to read some few things from there. Hallelujah. In verse 21, it says, because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. We are creatures of God. God is our creator. He created us right but you know because we were born in sin then we are under the bondage of sin and of the devil corruption men we are corrupt until we come to the glorious liberty of the children of god through the circumcision of our heart that the spirit of the lord does in us that we will repent and forsake our sins and be turned unto the lord we receive a brand new spirit our spirit is born again. We become a child of God. We are given the grace to know the Lord. Said in 22, he said, For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. All over the world, look at the pandemic. Look at terrible things happening to people. It's because, you know, there are a lot of people that have been tormented and are being tormented on a daily basis. People give themselves to drugs, alcoholism, all manners of terrible things. People, they, 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 there, there are a lot of young people that kill themselves. A lot of people that are involved in drugs. A lot of people, look at elderly people raping young individuals. Even up to the month of three months. Three months. If a man will be so wicked to rape a child, you know, under three months, six years, five years, two years, what, what an infantry? It's the devil that is pushing people. And it is the spirit in you that will determine what you do. But if the spirit of Christ comes into you, that spirit of adoption, 
He will tune your life, fine tune your life, and make you a better individual. In verse 23, Romans 8 23, and not only they, but ourselves also, which are the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves, grown within ourselves, we need to pray because the flesh is willing to push us into trouble. Evil affections, terrible issues that we ought not to find with the child of God, you just find them doing it, falling and rising, falling and rising. But if we is waiting for the adoption to wait the redemption of our body, this body is evil until the power of God redeems it. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why does he yet hope for it? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? You wait for the adoption, the moment that you will be called and translated into glory. I pray that you will not miss that because the whole creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. And I want to believe God with you that God by His Spirit will enable you because you are now a member of the house of God, a member of the family of God by choice because you have received Jesus as Lord and Savior. Then good things will begin to happen in your life. I'm glad you have listened to this message and I want to pray for you. Bow your hands. Tell the Lord, Lord, I know I was born in sin. I was conceived in iniquity. Today I know I am a bad person and I cannot save myself. Save me, Lord. Let the precious blood of Jesus wash away my sins. I want to be born again. I want to be a child of God. I want to continue to walk in the light of Christ. I am tired of darkness. I am tired of living the way I desire. I don't want to be influenced by my flesh any longer and friends. And wicked people and Satan, Lord, I want you to save me today. I repent and I forsake my sins and I receive Jesus as Lord and Savior and forever I will live for him. Amen. Lord, I pray that you will bless these people with your spirit, the spiritual adoption, that you make them first fruits. Lord, that they shall be heirs of the kingdom. Forgive their sins. Cleanse them. Wash them with your precious blood. Let it be that the redemption in Christ will not be wasted over them. Let your light shine upon them. Let your peace be upon them. Lord, write their name in the book of life. And let it be that they shall be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. That each of us will be conformed to the image of the Son of God. Nothing more, nothing less. Thank you because you will make it happen. And we shall give you the praise. Thank you, eternal God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Lord, bless this message as it goes to the whole world. And I believe that your name will be glorified. In Jesus' holy name, I pray.